Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. Now what I'm really saying here is that your attitude makes a difference, but ladies and gentlemen, there are some things that we need to understand. We live in a world which often is negative. We live in a cat-kicking world. Some of you might have remembered Mr. B. Mr. B called a meeting one day for all of his people. He said, now notice some of you come to work late, I notice some of you leave early, and maybe that's my fault. Maybe I've not set for you the kind of an example that I should have been setting, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start coming to work early, I'm going to start leaving late, I'm going to start providing you with the kind of leadership which will enable us to build the kind of company we need to have. We're going to be a giant in this industry. Oh, it was quite a little speech, and his intentions were good. You see, Mr. B was really excited and his intentions were good, but about a week later, he was out at the uh, country club, became engrossed in a conversation, forgot about the time. All of a sudden, he looked at his watch, he said, oh my goodness, I'm due back at the office right now. He hopped up, made a mad dash to his car, hopped in, scratched off, burned rubber, doing about 90 miles an hour down the freeway, and the long arm of the law came along and gave him a ticket. Now, you talking about a man who was upset. Mr. B was absolutely furious. He said, this is ridiculous. Here I am, a peaceful, taxpaying, law-abiding citizen, minding my business. And what does this dude do? He comes along and gives me a ticket. What he ought to be doing out is out looking for robbers and murderers and arsonists and leave us peaceful, taxpaying citizens alone. Oh, he was really upset. When he got back to the office, he was about an hour late. And he did what management has done since the beginning of time. Every time they get their hand caught in the cookie jar, they always say, look yonder. And then nobody looks here. In a very loud voice, he called his sales manager and he said, Come on in, I want to talk to you about the Armstrong account. You've been fitting with that thing six weeks. You could have closed the deal a dozen times. Just come on in and tell me either, yes, you did get it, or no, you did not get it. Oh, he was really upset. Sales manager quietly came in, closed the door behind him, ducked his head and said, Mr. B, I hate to tell you this, but he said, I lost that deal. He said, I thought I had it. I thought it was sold, but something happened and it came unglued. And if you think Mr. B was upset before, you should have seen him now. He literally hit the ceiling. He said, this is ridiculous. Why, for 18 years you've been my sales manager. For 18 years I've been fed on you to bring in new business. And now we have a chance to get the biggest account of all. And what do you do? You blow it. Well, let me tell you something, friend. Just because you've been here 18 years doesn't mean you've got a lifetime contract. Now, you're going to replace that business or I'm going to replace you. Oh, he was really upset. But if you think he's upset, you should have seen that sales manager. He goes storming out of there, slam the door behind him, stomping his feet, muttering under his breath. This is ridiculous. Why, for 18 years I've been running this company. As a matter of fact, I'm the only man who ever brings in a new business in. If it wasn't for me, the company had gone down the tube 15 years ago. And now just because I missed one lousy sale, he uses a cheap trick. He threatens to fire me. This is ridiculous. Oh, he was upset. He called his secretary in. He said, those five letters I gave you this morning, did you get them out yet? He's going to give me some lousy excuse about you having something else to do. She said, don't you remember? You told me that the hate account took precedence over everything else. That's what I've been working on. He said, don't give me any lousy excuses. I told you I wanted those letters out, and I want them out today. And if you can't get them out, I'll get me somebody who can. Oh, he was really upset. But if you think he is upset, you should have seen that secretary. She goes storming out of there, slam the door behind her back, muttering under her breath, this is really ridiculous. Why? I'm the only one who ever really gets any work done around here. I do more than any three people on the payroll. I've been his secretary 11 years. If it hadn't been for me, this company had gone broke years ago, and him threatening to fire me as much as I know about him. Who does he think he's kidding anyhow? Oh, she was upset.
So we went out to the switchboard operator, said I got five letters, I want you to get them out. Now I know that ordinarily you don't do this, but you don't do anything else anyhow, but sit out here and occasionally answer the telephone and get out a little work when need be, and I want these letters out, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you can't get them out, I'll get me somebody who can. Oh, I tell you, she was upset. But if you think she's upset, you should have seen that switchboard operator. She said, this is ridiculous. They don't do anything in the bank but gossip, drink coffee, talk on the telephone. Every once in a while, I get a little work out. And the minute they get behind, they come out here to throw it on my desk and say, now you're going to get it out or I'm going to fire you. And I'm already doing more than the three people here. And as a matter of fact, they hadn't met me that had gone under years ago. This is not fair. Oh, she was really upset. But she got the letters out. Got home, she was still furious. She walked in, slammed the door behind her back, walked in the den, and the first thing she saw was her 11-year-old boy laying there on the floor watching television. Second thing she saw was a big rip right across the seat of his britches. She said, son, how many times do I have to tell you? When you come off of school, put your play clothes on. Mother has hard enough times it is supporting you and sending you through school. Now, because you've disobeyed me, you're going to go upstairs right now. Going to be no supper tonight, no television for the next three weeks. Oh, she was really upset. But if you think she's upset, you should have seen that little boy. He hopped up, mudding under his breath. This is terrible. Well, I was doing stuff for my own mother. It was an accident. Could have happened to anybody. And she doesn't even give me a chance to explain it all. He was upset. And about that time, his tomcat walked right in front of him. Which was a mistake. <laughs> Little boy gives him a big old kit and says, You get out of here. You've probably been up to some no good yourself. 